It's time to mind your business with me, Jamila Lodge. Tune in to find out how to mind your business with BEDC, special guest entrepreneurs, industry experts, and more. Brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here. Welcome to Mind Your Business. All right. I am your host, Jamila Lodge. We know each other already. Mm-hmm. Um, Joshan Stubble, you are the founder of, let me get it right, Enlightened Expertise. Yes. Um, and today we're going to talk a little bit about your experience starting this business. But before mm-hmm. we do that, I'd mm-hmm. like you to just tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. Good day, everybody. Uh, my name is Joshan Stubble. I am a project manager consultant and local expert within the renewable energy industry in Bermuda. So, yeah, that's that's, that's me. Yeah. So, I, my first question is, what made you decide to start your own business? Uh, well, <clears throat> I have been working in the industry since 2015. Okay. I'm uh, one of the local companies here in Bermuda and had a wonderful, wonderful experience um, learning. And I decided to start my own business because I felt as though I had hit my ceiling within the structure of the company. Gotcha. So yeah, it it was a long time coming Mm -hmm. uh, as far as developing and kind of figuring out solutions Mm -hmm. for myself. Okay. Um, And that ended up being the the sort of catalyst, I guess, to start, to, to start business. your business. Yeah. So, enlightened expertise. Tell me specifically, like, what do you do? What it, What is the the company's? Well, since I uh, got started last year, it has evolved. Like, so I mean, I had my own sort of plan. I had my own idea yeah. of what I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And it, it just <laughs> it turned into something different. Something totally, it totally different. It happens like that, huh? And yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm very, um, I like to be prepared. I'm not a risk taker. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, excuse me, sir. Wrong. What? <laughs> because the nature of leaving a like full-time nine-to-five job and starting your own venture is pure risk. Well, so, okay. It, it was a calculated risk. There. Well, and then there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, well, but it was still a risk. Yeah. 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 Um, and so what, so what enlightened expertise actually is for me is just the embodiment of all the skills, the knowledge, uh, experiences, and all the solutions that I kind of have come up with yeah. working throughout um, the, what's this, eight years that mm-hmm. I've been working in the industry. So. Mm-hmm. So, when you, so when you talk about like renewable energy mm-hmm. and that industry, yes. and then you have all these skill sets, was it your goal to be able to provide people mm-hmm. with access to all of this knowledge versus when you were working for someone, you were yeah. limited by yeah. what they the, said. The that structure you should, I see. the company. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, well, well, yeah. So when I decided to, to start my own business, yeah. I actually, I wanted it to be more of a consultancy with, with customers, with people looking to get solar. Okay. Um, and that's kind of where I have found my niche really while I was working. So I was like, this is my my strongest attribute as kind of customer service related mm-hmm. um, and being able to, to speak to customers, technicians, mm-hmm. uh, electricians, mm-hmm. contractors, 
uh, installers. Uh, I'm, I'm a nationally certified electrician, mm-hmm. um, and I have my certifications installed in solar and battery systems as well. So I can kind of speak all the languages right. when it comes to that sort of um, industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, well, this is what I want my business to be. But has not been that. What uh, has so it been? <laughs> Josh, uh, tell I me. Have, I, so <laughs> what it has kind of morphed into, mm-hmm. so what I'm working on right now, I'm working on a big project. So a company reached out to me, um, and this is for related to the government solar RFP. Mm-hmm. So this is 32 government buildings that they're looking to get uh, solar installed on. Mm-hmm. And a company reached out to me for my expertise. Right. And I said, well, hey, you know, that sounds great. And so that has been my uh, sort of. So it is kind of consulting. Yeah. Well, it is exactly consulting. Yeah. So I'm consulting with this company right now. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a multi-million dollar job uh, that uh, the company that I'm working with uh, has become one of the three finalists okay. for the RFP. Mm-hmm. So we're waiting to hear back from that. Actually, this week, uh, the 30th, last week, this week, yeah. this week Wednesday um, was the, the final day to get in our best and final offer. So that has where most of my time has gone okay. so far since starting my own business. And so as part of that RFP, um, it's a local benefit portion to that uh, that contract. Mm-hmm. So 40% of the contract is local benefit, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And so as part of the local benefit um, submission for the bid, I have been the lead for that particular aspect mm-hmm. of the bid. Mm-hmm. And so what I've been working on is developing a training program mm-hmm. for well, for Bermuda. Well, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, for for renewable energy and installing solar. Yeah, and things like that. So that's awesome. Yeah, it's been different. So <laughs> not a, not at all. Not what, what you I thought. Expected. But you know what? I think it's important to recognize and that you were able to do is pivot when it was required, right? Because yeah. sometimes you can get stuck and be like, "No, this is what I'm gonna do." But the your market or the yeah. audience is saying, "But that ain't what we want." You yeah. know what I mean? We we're more interested in this, and so that you recognize that and was like, "Okay, well, this is what I said I was gonna do, but I guess this is what we're doing now." Yep. And it's still in the same space. You're still utilizing your yep. skills. Yep, same space. Um, so I've been developing presentations for uh, government, uh, yeah. workforce development, um, Department of Energy. I've uh, spoken to uh, the regulatory authority mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of uh, promoted myself in that space. Okay. And so, uh, yeah. De- so so let me ask you, do the consume the end consumer do you still have plans or goals to provide products or services to like consumers or is the focus primarily on organizations so like b2b versus business to customer okay so if i can and i'm not exactly sure where this interview is going to go really but i'll try to provide some context for the industry in bermuda okay um what i'm kind of doing right now is I, I think I can say that I'm providing opportunities for other businesses to start. So I'm helping create some infrastructure for the industry in Bermuda. Okay. So it's very, very limited infrastructure. Um, companies kind of 
they they get away with a lot, if I can say that. Oh, you trying to make the rules. They're going to be like, that's the rule guy. Well, well yeah. So, so, so that's kind of where I'm positioning myself okay. um, and my business uh, as uh, the leading consultant and expert and trying to develop uh, solutions mm-hmm. for the problems that exist. Okay. Not just trying to, um, you know, make money uh, off of those problems, right. so to speak. Yeah, but uh, then you have to charge for those services. Oh, so yeah. Gotta... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so switching yeah. um, gears a bit. Mm-hmm. So we talk a little bit about our Enterprise Bermuda program, which yes. you apply for. Yes. And I remember that yeah. initial introduction <laughs> and those initial conversations. Yes. I mean, in the interview, you were yeah. like, yeah, I'm not sure this is for me. Yeah. So... First, let's talk about why you decided to apply. Okay. And then what made you decide to stick with it? Because initially, you know. Yeah, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't quite sure. So I initially decided to apply because it seemed like a great opportunity. I looked up you guys' website and mm-hmm. saw everything that you guys offered and was like, well, this is definitely something that I feel I need if I'm going to step into this space mm-hmm. with Absolutely, not absolutely no, but very limited knowledge on running a business mm-hmm. uh, in Bermuda specifically. I think Bermuda's uh, a is yeah, it's it's a, it's a different different <laughs> different sort of space here. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, from because I had done previous courses with you guys, yes. which you know I absolutely loved. Um, very very uh, informative and. Uh, thorough, mm-hmm. um, and so I said, "Well, yeah, no, let's let's do this." And so, um, it, I mean, yeah, it made sense. I'm I'm very I'm a knowledge driven individual, mm-hmm. and I would like to have the most knowledge that I could possibly have to be able to make the correct decisions that I want to make mm-hmm. in order to get everything that I want out of this business. So yeah. it just made sense. Um, and initially, I was I was not hesitant. Um, yeah, you were hesitant. We were in the interview. He was like, "Yeah, I apply, but I don't think this is for me, y'all." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's my paraphrasing. <laughs> we had to talk. We had to talk him off the ledge. We'd be like, "No, no, come, you know, try it out." Yeah, so. it just it wasn't what I was expecting. Right. It was it was a lot. So um, I'm I'm. I don't know what I would call myself. I'm not an I'm not an extrovert, but I'm a little introverted when it comes to um, what engage- things that are close to me. I okay, guess. and so okay. my business was is very because it's me. Yeah, so it's, it is. Yeah, and, yeah. And it was a it was it was a lot of lot of people, a lot of new faces, mm-hmm. and I just wasn't really. I wanted some direct sort of. Uh, Help. I wanted all the attention. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's being selfish, y'all. But no, uh, so that's a good point because yeah. like you said, there are others in the program with you. Yeah. So there's about 19 of you left. Yes. And so because that wasn't what you initially wanted, how do you find engaging with them now? Well, I, I mean, it's been great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, it, 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 it wasn't It wasn't what I, I had thought that it was going to be but i mean the camaraderie the being able to to uh bounce ideas off of each other our little uh ceo groups that we have so um and being in a similar space with other people that are on the same journey Mm -hmm. it's it's been it's been great 
And, and I find the most benefit from, from actually that is, is being able to talk with uh, other people who are on the same journey. Yeah. That, and that has been um, probably the, the best part of this particular phase of the journey so far. And you know what? Every time we ask that question, we get a similar response. Yeah. And it's yeah. funny because... A lot of people are like, oh, nobody understands. You know what I mean? You have your family, and sometimes they're like, are you crazy? You're going to quit your nine to five (laughs) and go start your own. You don't even know, you know. And so it's hard to explain that to people who haven't been there and Mm -hmm. done it. Mm -hmm. And so I do think that even though you were hesitant at first to kind of share you or yourself, meaning your business, with others, that tends to be the best part because you can say to someone, guess what? I was up. And they're like, yep, me too. You know what I mean? So you have that camaraderie and it kind of can propel you when you're like, okay, I'm had enough. (laughs) I'm done all the things and I just can't take it anymore. Then sometimes having that person who's going through it too, to be like, you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. You can still do it. So I'm so happy to hear you say that. I'm so glad that you chose to to stay in the program. Definitely for sure. Me too. (laughs) So let's talk about enlightened expertise and what you envision it being yeah uh so i have that one written down let okay me, let me go to this um all right um so during this this journey yeah and, and i have to to read this from the paper because it's constantly shifting and yes. changing yes um so my my the mission of enlightened expertise has changed a bit from mm-hmm. when it first started out. So I'm just going to read it out okay. uh, what it is now. And so it is supporting and promoting the growth of learning, collaboration, and innovation of all things pertaining to sustainable living in Bermuda. Um, and so that's the mission of enlightened expertise. Okay. And so really I'm, I'm trying to help to build the infrastructure to be able to do that because mm-hmm. Um, got to start somewhere and so where uh, it's kind of led to being started is is creating a training program mm-hmm. that is specifically for uh, solar and battery systems here in Bermuda um, and it's incorporating not just theory but actual being able to get hands-on experience yeah um, which I think is important yeah the the industry in Bermuda is very is relatively new, right? Yeah, but it's 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 shifted. So so the the industry as it is right now, the companies that are in place are just so far ahead and so far removed from the public that there's a, a large gap of necessary information and knowledge for Got consumers. You. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for example, if you want to work in the industry, you have to work for one of those companies. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that it creates enough uh, avenues to be able to work in the industry. Mm-hmm. So through this training program, um, I've, I've developed uh, a theory portion and also a practical application. So you can get those experiences without actually working for a company in Bermuda. So then they could then go out if they decide and start their own. Which would create more competition yeah. and also reduce the, the 
cost, cost. of installing solar yeah. and hopefully the prices of energy overall on the island. I mean, Bermuda is the second highest electricity bill in the whole world. It's, it's, I know. it's ridiculous. It so. is so crazy. <laughs> Wait, and it's not even summertime yet. So do yeah, not, yeah, if yeah. you do have an AC, yeah. when you turn it on, it's like all bets are off when you get that bill. <laughs> but no, I'm serious. And I've often said to myself, because of the size of Bermuda, mm -hmm. because, uh, I mean, we already figured out how to capture water, right, mm -hmm. from the rain. And I'm saying, why why aren't we doing more to... to well, we can, but the companies that are currently in place, they just have a... Hold. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so, you know, I see that not, I see that as a problem, uh, not necessarily a, you know, a good thing. Yeah. Um, so... Look at you being a disruptor. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> He's coming and messing it all up. No, I think it's, it's great for us, right? Because at the end of the end, great for the environment. Because Absolutely. if you are doing... Um, or providing solutions that uh, are going to have a positive impact yes. on the environment. At the end of the day, maybe the bigger companies that are already in place don't like it, but it's better as a whole. Overall for Bermuda. Yeah. yeah that's, the, that's the whole goal. That should be the goal. And that's the way that I think the world is moving Absolutely. in that because of global warming and all of the things. It's like it was snowing in California or somewhere in Florida. I was like, wait, what? You know, it's like these things are happening, but this is just the world telling us you guys are yeah. doing too much. You need to wake up. You need to wake up. And so I do think that maybe you are hitting right when, you yeah. know, you need to. And people are really thinking about this. Even companies, corporations are thinking about how can we do better and yeah. be better at managing resources. Yeah. Um, and so I do think it's important and it, it's great time. And sometimes part of the, the, um, part of the success of any business is the timing, yes, right? Yes, yes. Well, and speaking of timing, I think that it is, it's kind of been integral to the development of my business mm -hmm. uh, because of this, very, very unique, the RFP, which is 32 massive projects, yeah. small projects. But Bermuda doesn't have the capacity to, even with the local companies that are here, yeah. doesn't have the capacity to be able to deliver, uh, deliver on, on that. So mm -hmm. uh, improving that capacity and the, the capability of you know the island in general, not just for this project, but future ones to come. Mm -hmm. They're uh, talking about installing on the hotels and yeah. other large like, sort of buildings and structures. Yeah, and yeah, it's like, yeah. well, yeah, but you know, what are we gonna just? We're gonna bring in a foreign company again, and then have another situation like the Finger Project, where things are not anything like uh, what we expected they would be. Mm -hmm. So I think that it's it's better to. Put the infrastructure in place now and be able to compete. Yeah. Uh, not just locally, but internationally as well. So. And I think, like you said, for there always has to be a starting point. And I know, it's, especially in Bermuda, you're looking for ways to diversify the job market and the yeah. workforce. And yeah. this is a huge opportunity, I think. Yes. You know, skilling up. Bermudians to go in this field and be able to provide services in this area, they're doing the similar things in the States. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So um, I definitely think you are on the right track. It, the, you're striking when the iron is hot. Yep. Um, so the timing is great for this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and part of my sort of the program that I'm putting in place, I'm actually, I'm targeting the youth. Okay. Um, so 
I was just I just presented uh, the program to Cedar Bridge yesterday. Okay. Uh, it was pretty well received to the S3s and S4s. So I was uh, with uh, Workforce Development and IEPC mm-hmm. and a couple other local companies uh, to try and get the kids interested or back interested in the trades, mm-hmm. um, which is it's very important if you're not going to go to college that you have a trade, um, you know, attached to your name or the ability to do electrical, plumbing, carpentry, uh, masonry, and those sorts of things. So um, it was well received. A, a few students, not a few, a bunch of students uh, came down and was kind of conversing with them afterwards mm-hmm. and signed up for to be an applicant for the program, oh, which was yay, that's great. Which was fun. Um, that's but, exciting. Yeah, I, I think, know, yeah. and I think part of the the process is helping young people understand that just because you, not everybody's going to college, right? Yeah. Not everybody should go to college, yeah. but that doesn't mean that you don't have the capacity and sometimes more capacity to really not limit your earning potential. You know what I mean? I remember when I first got to Bermuda and I had to go around and do the census, Mm -hmm. right? So you got to go to people's houses, back in the, you know, Mm -hmm. big, huge houses or whatever. And invariably, I would would say 90% of the houses I went to, the people that owned them were tradesmen. Yeah. Yeah, that started their is, own business, were is, plumbers, yeah. were electricians, yeah. were carpenters. And I just think that sometimes people, young people, don't mm-hmm. realize that. Like there's a negative perception maybe associated with the trades? Well, I, I wouldn't say that. So okay. What I would say is with my experiences working on the industry, uh, well, not just that. It, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a whole thing. So lack of interest, one lack of opportunity to mm-hmm. um and then just what's the lack this, of interest this, piece though what do you think that is about instant results so Got you. the generation okay. of today wants to <laughs> well, microwave be in control <laughs> yeah, and wants yeah. to just have it all right yeah away. yeah yeah and so it's a process you okay. have to you have to work you mm-hmm. have to uh, learn um, in order to get to that level to mm-hmm. be able to make decisions and apply the things that you know. Mm-hmm. And so uh, um, maybe not understanding authority as yeah, well yeah. or a lack of um, care of authority mm-hmm. um, as well. So it's like if you have a boss and they tell you to do something, it's like, I don't feel like. Yeah. So, so a, okay. a bunch of different things, mm-hmm. but uh, I would say with the presentation yesterday, there is a lot of interest. That's in good. Not just renewable energy, but um, electricians, IT, mm-hmm. uh, and those sorts of things. So, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's 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 promising. There. It's there, but the right the right infrastructure needs to be in place to be able to help nurture that kind exactly, of yeah yeah exactly. yeah yeah not 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 necessarily ho- hand holding but um, the encouragement and the right atmosphere mm-hmm. to be able to speak their language and also get the results that's necessary yeah um, i think you hit the nail on the head that it's important because if you if you identify someone who is interested yeah, right yeah and you don't have that infrastructure in place, mm-hmm. then that interest wanes. They get distracted, and, and now they're doing something different, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So to be able to provide that 
foundation, the infrastructure, mm-hmm. and a plan, right? If you do this, then you could do this, which leads to this, and then, yep. you know, creating your own business, which is yep. what we want to hear, right? And that is that <laughs> is my target. So uh, another thing that kind of has sort of pushed me in towards uh, targeting the youth. Yeah. Um, so I was involved in the Bermuda College Solar Project. Mm-hmm. So I was project managing, and then I was also uh, doing some uh, hands-on training with some of the students who are in the technical program. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were some very promising, talented uh, 16-year-olds that's in the dual enrollment program. So uh, uh, going to uh, Cedar Bridge and Berkeley, Mm -hmm. and then also going up to college at the same time. And so I had these guys up on the roof, and they wanted to be uh, welders, electricians, um, working IT, and, you know, those sorts of interests. And... I have found, so I mean, through my experiences working in the industry, um, I've worked with 16-year-olds all the way up to like Mm 45-year-olds, and it's like, give me a 16 to 21-year-old that's eager and hungry any day, and you can give them, they're like sponges, just absorb everything, and they're so eager to please and and do it the right way, and to learn the right way, Mm -hmm. and so... Yeah, I mean that's it's really it's promising. So, yeah, that um, I, that's um, good to hear. Yeah, that's really good to hear, and good for you, right? Because yeah. this is what your your um, business model has turned to is educating and and uh, informing, like you said, building out this whole plan. Yes. So for those young people who you train up and are like, yep, I'm going to start my own business, yes. what would you say to them based on your experience with starting your business? Mm-hmm. What are some of the things they may sh- or should consider? That's a hard question. I know. Um, They're not all <laughs> supposed to be easy. <laughs> um, well, uh, get as much... I don't want to say knowledge. Create your own business. Don't uh, don't try and form a business that is like someone else's. Okay. Um, put your own stamp on it. Be yourself. Um, and you don't necessarily have to create a business that has had a mold necessarily ahead of it. So, for example, for myself... Uh, I'm an electrician. I'm uh, an, an uh, certified uh, installer of solar and battery systems, but I'm consulting and training right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's broad. Like I can still install. Mm-hmm. Um, still, I can decide to be an electrician on a certain day, but don't limit yourself by putting labels on your business. And I think that that would probably be the advice that I'd not just give to the youth, but to anyone looking to start a business Mm -hmm. is don't label it because I feel like labels are limitations. Yeah. They're, boxes yeah yeah Yeah. you can step outside of the box and exactly and then even your name and light and expertise it's it's, like well it's it's not limited to anything (laughs) (laughs) we could do all the things yeah if we want to that was by design it was by design and i think that's important right because sometimes when you think about names you do you kind of put yourself in a box Mm -hmm. you know i can think of several businesses right now that are providing 
different or had to pivot mm-hmm. because the man or whatever has forced them to, but the name still is very limiting. Yes. You know, so yes. think about it. If those of you who are listening or will watch this and you're deciding on what you want to do and mm-hmm. um, think about the name, the name can be all encompassing or it could be limiting, forcing you to have to rebrand and yep. change the name and all of that. And since I started last year, I've had a lot of pivots. So, that's right that's one thing (laughs) it's been helpful to have a name that doesn't um that you don't have to change you can just everything that you're doing all of the skills the the electrician the solar installation the consulting can fit right into that name yeah yeah i put a lot of thought into that name yeah (laughs) hey listen you the one thing that i can say about you from knowing you over these past couple of months is that you are very thoughtful. And like you said, even though you don't consider yourself a risk taker, you definitely are, but it is calculated. So you thought through, you were like, well, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. And there's nothing wrong with that. That sometimes is the best, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Um, But it definitely uh, shows that you do take the risk. You have to like entrepreneurship, literally you, you got to do the work it's if you want to eat, it's right? It's about seventy-five percent risk, man. It's it's a lot, but um, having a support system around you as well that mm-hmm. is is also very very helpful. So uh, I mean, my my wife and my parents and um, friends who mm-hmm. I've shared my my sort of vision with. It's very helpful to have those sorts of people that you can talk to and have to support you when things aren't going exactly to plan the, the right. way that you <laughs> plan that they would. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing. Like you can lay out the plan, but sometimes life has its own yeah. plan, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh wait, I can't do that now. Okay. But no, I think uh it's key and you've already shown it in your business is being able to pivot and being flexible enough to say, okay, that doesn't mean I was wrong. It just means that maybe the timing is not right. Mm -hmm. Or, um, this is really what people need or this is what people should be focusing on and not being so like rigid that it's like, well, I don't care. I'm still going to do this. No, I mean, it, it, it brings me, uh, it reminds me of this saying, um, you know, uh, being an entrepreneur is like, uh, jumping from a plane or something and building a, a parachute on your way down, down. Lord. It's, it's definitely <laughs> definitely like that so yeah it's like okay um you go in one way and then you gotta adapt or not adapt but add to mm-hmm. um your experiences or your knowledge or you, you take a class or become certified in something else and then it's like oh you know that didn't exactly work out and then it's like okay well then another opportunity another Mm -hmm. opportunity Mm -hmm. and it's like Mm -hmm. uh, you're constantly moving and changing directions but it's not necessarily a a uh, path it's more of uh, a perspective so it's adding to your perspective Mm -hmm. so those things that you're able to learn and um learn from Mm -hmm. it it just adds to your perspective so you don't make those sorts of decisions again and so it just yeah as you step back it it definitely you're able to see uh um see and understand more Mm -hmm. and maneuver a lot better and smarter Mm -hmm. so 
it's 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 been a journey. And yeah, it it's, is, uh, and it's a, it's a continuous one. You know, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> well, I have been enlightened by your expertise, sir. <laughs> you like I did that? Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, it has been a pleasure speaking yeah. with you and just getting inside your head a little bit to 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 learn how and what motivates you yeah. to continue. So right. I'm really excited to see what. Um, and light and expertise ends up as I wish you all the best and my fingers are crossed for whatever project you're working on to come out in your best interest Um, because you're the guy and Bermuda's best interest and Bermuda's best interest I love that so listen we did a lot of mind in your business today and my catchphrase that I have to end with is if you don't mind your business who will okay yeah Yeah. because if you don't I (laughs) Thanks for tuning in to Mind Your Business with me, your host, Jamila Lodge. Tune in next week, Thursday at 4 p.m. Because if you don't mind your business, who will? Mind Your Business is brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here.